Building influence is something anyone can learn. It's an investment you can make in yourself and it can hold the keys to achieving your dreams and having the life and impact you want to have. I'm Laura Cox Kaplan. I've learned a lot over three decades about building and sustaining influence and how using it and using it effectively can make a big, big difference in your life and career. Here on She Said, She Said podcast, we're digging into the different dimensions that help us build and sustain influence. If you thought being an influencer was just for social media, think again. Whether you're starting a business, raising money for a cause, negotiating a promotion, running your household, or trying to connect with those who don't share your views, understanding and using the different dimensions of influence will increase your chances of success, whatever your goals may be. Listening to She Said, She Said podcast is a smart, efficient investment you can make in you. I'm really glad you're here and I'm excited we're on this journey together. Hey friend, welcome to She Said, She Said podcast and happy almost Thanksgiving. I am releasing this episode a few days before the holiday. And if you're anything like me, you're probably already on overdrive. So I wanna keep this week's episode short but also want to give you something that I hope will be uplifting, helpful, and that you can listen to as you quickly run your errands. Today's conversation, today's episode is focused on a few things that I think can be especially helpful for managing holiday stress, but also, and maybe most importantly, for actually helping you pull yourself back up when it all gets to be too much. Speaking personally, I often feel a tremendous amount of pressure to make the holidays idyllic and magical. Much of this pressure, although not all of it, is self-imposed. And if you're anything like me, you probably also put a tremendous amount of pressure on yourself. On an intellectual level, I know this, and you do too, but it can be really difficult when we are caught up in the moment and everywhere you look are perfect Christmas trees and holiday decorations and endless emails to buy this and use this discount code and on and on and on, am I right? It reminds me of last week's conversation with comedian turned entrepreneur and author, Kareth Foster. Our conversation focused on, at least in part, on perfection. If you missed that, it's a two-part episode, episodes 218 and 219. It's really good, so please be sure to go back and, and listen to that. We might not be able to fully eliminate the stress of the overflowing checklist of things to do before the holiday and the year end, but there are some things that I find can be really helpful. And those are the things I want to share with you today. And they're things that also tie into a couple of the most important dimensions for building and sustaining influence. Now, back in episode 215, I outlined three areas that I believe are the most important dimensions for building and sustaining influence. While I've been thinking about and focusing on influence in one way or another for my entire career, it was really going back and listening to so many guests and literally hundreds of hours of audio and also listening to your feedback 
that I saw these three areas even more clearly. If you missed the episode where I talk about the three dimensions and break those down, I hope you'll go back and listen and let me know what you think. But here's the thing. These areas aren't just about influence exclusively. They also help us create a healthier approach to our relationships and to our mental health and mental habits. And in turn, those habits and practices, most of which fall into the category of what I would call micro habits, they can also help us manage stress levels and boost our moods and make us happier. The first of the three dimensions for building influence relates to story and specifically the way we edit and curate the stories that we craft about ourselves and that we tell ourselves about who we are and our value. When I talk about reframing our stories, I sometimes worry that it might sound like I'm suggesting we lie or gloss over important details. On the contrary, I'm actually suggesting that we dial into those experiences that have taught us the most and make sure that we're reframing even the messiest, least pleasant ones around some positive dimensions or maybe an unexpected positive outcome that it's led to. Doing that not only helps us shift our mindset about these experiences, but it also helps us deepen our gratitude. I read somewhere recently that the way we celebrate Thanksgiving, or really the reason why it's a holiday in the first place, grew directly out of this concept of remembering the bad in order to feel more grateful for what is good. And even in the case of those early settlers, it was gratitude for their very survival when so many of their friends and loved ones had perished. That first Thanksgiving took place after nearly half of those early arrivers had died after that brutal winter and many of them starved to death. Then Thanksgiving actually became a national holiday in the middle of the Civil War in 1863. Just think about how difficult it must have been to reframe those stories after so much loss and hardship of so many people. Death and destruction was literally everywhere. Research has shown that when times are good, people tend to take that prosperity for granted and begin to feel somewhat invulnerable. But in times of crisis, we feel less in control and often we feel an acute sense of humility. It becomes harder to take things for granted. I recently read a little book called Gratitude Works, a 21-day program for creating emotional prosperity. It's written by Robert Emons. I'll include a link in the show notes if you want to grab a copy. I found it really helpful and you might too. The author suggests we think about an unhappy event in our lives. Then ask ourselves, how does that unhappy event compare to your life today? And then maybe reflect on what you learned about your own strength and your own ability to survive during that difficult time. Robert Eman says the point isn't to ignore or forget the past, but to develop a more productive frame of reference, to essentially reframe that story. 
You don't have to be in the throes of a crisis in order to cultivate that sense of gratitude. But research has shown that the more we practice this, the more resilience we can build, which can also increase our ability to manage through in those more stressful times. Now, the value of practicing gratitude is backed up by science, and it certainly isn't new. Even something as simple and as easy as keeping a daily gratitude list can be really helpful for rewiring your brain to be more focused on gratitude. But here's another suggestion that might complement those efforts if you're already keeping a list. And this is something that Dr. Samantha Boardman shared in our conversation in episode 205. She also shares it in her terrific book, which is called Everyday Vitality. Again, I've included a link to that book and the episode in the show notes for today's episode. Her suggestion is to focus your gratitude efforts on something she calls other praising versus self-benefit. Now, self-benefit is essentially being grateful for something someone has done for you and how it makes you feel, and that's great. But other praising is recognizing someone else for something they have done and how their action had a positive impact on you and maybe others. It becomes less about you and more about them. An easy way to think about this is to make your gratitude an expression as well as an action. Essentially, make it a verb. Mark Twain once famously said, I can live for two months on a good compliment, and for good reason. Research has shown that dopamine, that brain chemical that's associated with well-being and joy, is released when we are praised. When that happens, it creates a physiological desire to recreate that feeling. In the simplest of terms, that is why praising someone tends to cement good behavior. But in addition, you are likely to find that as you praise someone, you also experience that same chemical reward. By doing something good for someone else, you also feel good. Now, other praising tends to have two important benefits. The first is likely to result in a bigger boost in your gratitude and potentially your mood. But it is also likely to help you build stronger bonds and connections with others when you do this. So you're really getting a double benefit and across two dimensions that both help you battle stress, boost your mood, make you feel better, but that also help you build influence in the process. So to get really tactical here, one thing you can do is maybe pick a friend or an acquaintance or two and send her a note telling her how much something that she's doing has meant to you and why you found her effort valuable. Maybe she's volunteering at the school or she started a new business or a project. Write her a note or even hop on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn and share something about why you're grateful for this person. Single her out for her contribution and how she's having a positive impact on you and on others. We already know that compliments and praise can go a long way toward connecting us with others. 
But when you consider the psychological boost that can also be attached for both of you, it is truly a win-win. Friend, when we invest in ourselves and in our relationships, and when we make doing this a habit, that's when we're likely to see the greatest results. But even doing this sporadically, just when you need a boost, is a good use of time and effort, and it can really help to boost your mood and your spirits, often when you need it the most. Then, when you combine those efforts with a focus on reframing your story and focusing on how much you've learned, including maybe especially from the less successful ventures and efforts, it can go a long, long way toward helping you put in place critical building blocks for long-term influence in your life and career. Friend, have a happy, safe, and wonderful Thanksgiving. And if you have an extra minute, I would love to hear from you. Tell me what you thought of this episode and how you work to boost your own mood and battle stress, especially during the holidays. I'd really love to hear. I am truly, truly grateful for you, not just at Thanksgiving, but all year long, and for the investment that you are making in yourself and others. And I also love hearing from you. So please keep that important, thoughtful feedback coming. When you share your thoughts with me, It helps me improve our content week over week and to ultimately reach more listeners, and I am truly grateful for that. Remember, you'll find the links to the books and episodes I mentioned in this episode. It's episode 220. You'll find those things in the show notes, and you'll find the show notes on my website at shesaidshesaidpodcast.com. There you will also find a full free downloadable transcript of this episode. Oh, and one more thing. I have also included a link to a very special holiday shopping market where you can pick up some fabulous gifts for friends and loved ones. I am a new member of something called the Lydia Menzies Supper Club. The fabulous creative and entrepreneurial Lydia hosts an online holiday market that is made up of products provided by women entrepreneurs. Actually, I think there's a couple of men too, but mostly women. I got the cutest monogrammed holiday cocktail napkins from the Preppy Pagoda and also several amazing new candles from my friend, the fabulous Susan Center, who is the founder of the Southern Bungalow Candle Company. I actually met these fabulous ladies through the Southern Cooterie where She Said, She Said Media and Podcast will be the official podcast sponsor again for the Southern Sea Summit that's coming up on January 31st, 2023. It's not too late to sign up for that, so be sure you check that out as well. I will include links to all of these amazing things so that you can check it out as you're digesting your turkey and maybe doing some Black Friday holiday shopping. Next week, friend, I'll be taking a break, but I'll release a bonus episode that I think comes at just the right time with just the right message for you. Until next week, you take care, have a happy Thanksgiving, and I'll talk to you again soon. She Said, She Said podcast is produced weekly by She Said, She Said Media.